Welcome to Reading. Fair pleasure. That was a good one. Thank you. All right. This week we are going to be discussing Games with the Orc by our queen, Catherine Moon. Uh, on Goodreads, it has a criminally low 4.07 stars. I know. That's wild. People will give five stars to the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Catherine Moon. You know, what's so funny? Like, I I love Catherine Moon for many reasons. There are a few of her books that I don't... They're just, like, not for me. And I have, I have DNF'd a couple, mm. and I was like, oh, this like, isn't for me. I'm not going to read it. Or not going to finish. Um, I, Games with the Orc is just, like, such a good book. And I think it's really lame that anyone rated it below five stars. <laughs> or that enough of them did it that's down to four, basically. Like, that... Some of these books we've read have been wild. I cannot mm-hmm. believe it only has 4.07. It's way better than that. Um, and that's based on 2,748 ratings and 463 reviews. And it was released on December 7th, 2022, which feels forever ago now. Um, yeah. And games with the orc, Sunny dumps her boyfriend after he proposes to her because she's bored in their relationship. What she really wants is to get kinky. And her friend Natalie says the safest thing for you to do would be to go to a sex worker. And that's what she does. There are some trigger warnings. They are dominant and submissive role-playing, sex work, primal play, light consensual non-con, chasing, wrestling, oral, anal, spanking, sleep deprivation, forced orgasm, use of toys for double penetration, restraints, paddling, biting, and in general, just a great deal of consensual kink and smut with oodles of aftercare. I hate the word oodles. Uh, You do hate a lot of fun, good things, so that... Uh, tracks um, that's a content warning for me specifically <laughs> do you feel like it lended itself to how fluffy the story was were you like I'm gonna hate well you didn't read it in advance but um, did you hate other parts of the book because they were too cute and nice oh you did you hated when they bathed her I don't like that it's just, I don't know I'm just like <laughs> First off, I don't want to take a bath ever. Hmm. It does feel like a waste. The last of time. time I took a bath, it was because I was so drunk I couldn't shower. When was that? So, God, that was like 2021. Oh I was, yeah, it was. It wouldn't be we were in college because we didn't have baths. Yeah, no, no, no. It was. I was at my ex's house, and I got so drunk, and I showered, and then I was like, I'm just gonna sit down, and then it turned into a bath. Oh, and then he came in. Well, I turned the water off, I guess. And then he came in and he was like, "You're asleep. You're literally gonna drown." And he made me get out of the bath. So, and that's why you dumped him. And that's why I'm alive today, and I shall never bathe again. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah. Kim also does not believe that oodles of aftercare should be a content warning. However. No. Um, we agree that in Fifty Shades of Grey, they did, mm-hmm. they did BDSM dirty. 
they just it wasn't accurate it, it wasn't mm. accurate because it was un, it was so unsafe like if someone wanted to try bdsm or thought that that looked fun or sounded fun and then tried it based on what they read in that book um mm. it'd be unsafe and that's partially the beauty of romance novels or erotic novels is that you do have the opportunity to like check things out you know experience it in a safe way without doing it but it also like colors the way that we think about things and um i'm sure i'm sure many people tried bdsm because of 50 shades of gray and didn't do it as safely as they could have yep because what's his fuck and dakota johnson weren't great representations hmm i mean yeah i don't even remember his name um cool so those are the triggers the author is Catherine moon she uh, is the best author ever okay debatable but she's pretty good i, I really yeah, like she's... her anytime she's got a new book coming out i'm like oh awesome what have you read by her besides lola and the millionaires though um lady of Grave manor mm. i do there was a while though i i like omegaverse stuff i think it's interesting me too um i don't i have this really weird relationship with uh we used to call it reverse harem people don't call it that anymore what is it called now when it's one woman with a bunch of dudes why choose mm. Mm. which i don't think is necessarily like accurate but anyway um i don't necessarily if a book is is if a book is advertised as being like why choose and it's like oh it's one woman and she's got five boyfriends at the same time i don't i don't want to read that i'm like ugh, it's just it's like a lot of work i don't to keep every like the name straight i don't know i'm just like that sounds exhausting i guess but then when I read them, I'm like, fuck, that was so good. So I always <laughs> like them, but I don't want to read them. I don't know. I'm trying to... There's one other one that I read, but there was, like, so much horrible Orientalism in it that I just, like, really hated it. But the concept was there. It just was yeah. racist. Um, <laughs> you <know>. So what? <laughs> yeah, just that old thing. Um yeah, I would say probably the first why choose that I actually read was Lola and the Millionaires. God, it's so and, good. And I think I read it when it was KU. I don't know if it's still KU. I think I bought it because I liked it that much. It's so good. It's one of the very few that I've reread, so. I I have as well. Yeah. Um, and again, Catherine Moon is really uh, an unproblematic queen, um, from what we understand. To, mm. add, to the best of our knowledge, she is a white woman. Um, but she does a really great job with a lot of things. Um, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, sorry, I just imagine someone after listening to this, like, "Hey Siri, is Catherine Moon white?" <laughs> like, <laughs> to double check our work that we didn't do. I mean, we looked her up. She looks white. She doesn't indicate oh, anything else. You didn't even you didn't look her up at all. I just went to her website. There's no photos. 
Well, okay, she also has a TikTok. Oh, I think I do follow her, but I'm not on TikTok like you. I mean, I feel like I did enough research someone could do to determine someone's race. Um, <laughs> what if I comment on our TikTok and be like, hey, I actually did comment on one of our TikToks, I think today. Yeah. Or maybe yesterday. But anyway, and she did reply. And really? next time, yeah. Next time I'm going to be like, Catherine, what's your race? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, God. I'll put it in the Patreon. Um, Catherine does have a Patreon. It's the best Patreon. I've been a member of a lot of different Patreons. Okay, maybe like 10. But Catherine's is the best. Uh, so I read Games with the Orc several months ago when she released, probably almost a year ago now. Um she released it chapter by chapter, which is usually not a thing that I like. I freaking I was just hate. Say, you hate that. I know. I but I love it. I don't know, Catherine. I think maybe because she does two a week. She does, um, not always, but once she gets up to a certain point, she'll she starts releasing two a week. So it's like a Wednesday and Sunday, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, especially with I think particularly with games with the orc, which I would actually categorizes erotica yeah i would too. like it is smutty um so it was like twice a week you just got a chapter of sex in your email inbox and it wasn't just like i do remember feeling a little edged near the end when it's like will they or won't they like what's gonna happen and in like mm. there were some weeks where it was like i actually hate Catherine moon um, <laughs> but Whoa. overall, I thought it was, I really loved it. She just did that with her next book, um, which is about Rafe, the gargoyle that you meet in the end of the book. But yeah. she also mails you, uh, pornographic images that she has commissioned for her book characters, which is a lovely thing to get in the mail. And I think um, we got to tell that story still. <laughs> you would think that. Because I was thinking, oh, great. Um, Our first run got deleted. So now people don't have to know about it. Wait, keep talking about the the orc porn. She mails it to you and then I put it on my refrigerator because I don't have children. So the only other person seeing it is my husband. Although he does comment on it occasionally. Just because, like, you know, um, the orcs have, like, 12 inch penises with like a six inch girth or something (laughs) and he does make comments like how cherished he feels when he opens the freezer (laughs) the ghost opened the freezer and puts his hand on the handle right next to this gigantic orc dick or whatever the case may be there's other ones too i don't just have orc penis hanging on the fridge there's a good bit of it though um you also have fairy penis i have fairy penis now a lot of cow penis now thanks to you i forgot about that one too the best is just the sheer volume that came in that package hank came over the other night and he was like is that is that like a sexy cow (laughs) To be clear, we are talking about the Morning Glory milking farm Minotaur. Um, it's not a cow. <laughs> I always call it the cow book, though. I mean, it is what it is. 
but yeah, he's like, is that like a sexy cow? And I was like, oh, it's not just one sexy cow. They're like, show him the postcard and like one of the stickers and then uh, one of the like art pieces and then another one of the stickers, which was the same thing but holographic. And then like the signed <laughs> book, co- it was just like one. It's just on and on and on and on. You're welcome. Um, well, I did find another book that we both hate that we're not going to mention truly anything about it, except that there's fairies in it. And I went to the author's Etsy shop and had a postcard sent to Sarah. And she did text me and say, Kim, she knows that I read the book. I got a postcard of her. <laughs> upset. Again, it and then did I was it? like, no, dumbass, it's from me. It didn't say anything though. It was literally you just. I it was an envelope. It was like from the author, and again, I get mail from Catherine Moon like once a quarter, and it looks just like that. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I opened it. No receipt. No information. Just what really I think part of it is that the fairy. The fairy I don't even think is naked. Maybe he is naked. She's naked. It's just like tits. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh my god, how does she know? How did she know that I read the book? <laughs> is she like, how'd she get my address? What kind of information is Amazon giving Kindle Ku authors about me?" A true concern, in reality. But I will say, I wanted to put as the note: if I have to remember this fucking book, you're gonna have to remember this forever. But oh. I didn't think the author would appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> That's so, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's our Queen Catherine. She's a good one. Um, the main theme of our podcast, as you may or may not know, is representation and romance and how that impacts our enjoyment. So, people who might feel represented by this particular book are plus size folks, people in the kinky stuff. Sex workers. Um, and if you have any others, if you feel represented in any other way by the book, we would love to hear about it. Kim, did you have any other socials at Romance or Reading for Pleasure Pod? Reading for Pleasure Pod. <laughs> I also have one here just ass eating. Yeah, because you never, I don't see that a lot in the I ones that I read. Know. But I did just read one with it too. It's rare. It's too rare. Literally, yeah, for sure. Hmm. All right. Which is also interesting. Well, okay, we'll get into that. But um, so one of the things we disagreed on is the plus size representation. Um, as a as a fatty, it's hard sometimes to read plus size representation because usually the thing that makes them plus size is how much they hate themselves. <laughs> um. That's the way it's described. I think Catherine did a really good job. Again, there is artwork that hangs on my fridge that Catherine had um, commissioned that does show Sunny as being like thick, uh, lush, in a way that like a lot of other ones don't. And in the next book as well, the um, the Gargrail book, that main character, the female main character in that one is is like very thin and she's described in like terms that like make it clear that she's very thin mm. whereas i think sunny is sunny is described in this way 
that to me made it easy to like imagine myself in those terms without feeling like I think there's a lot of ways people describe characters that make, that make me feel like I'm excluded from it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this one, I, I was like, Oh yeah. Like plump or she had like, she had big tits. I would do always love when I had big tits. Um, but yeah, but you didn't see that. I think for me, the problem was I just, I didn't pick up on like those adjectives that made her seem plus size to me if that makes sense yeah i kind of i think i imagined her more as like those like size 10 size 12 people that are like i think they are legally plus size these days yeah but they're just like i don't i don't know how to describe that body type it's just mid-size yeah mid-size i guess is what they call it fuck those people um i because of the the cover I get very influenced oh, by the cover. Oh, I forgot because that was not the cover when I read it the first time. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but even that is a little bit. There's room for her to I, like. I think her arms are like a little. I always think about their arms and like. Um, <laughs> for those who are not here in the recording studio, um, Kim was just indicating her arm fat. And the way which it moves. Bat wings. The bat wings. Um, yeah. I think the the kink one is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, from the trigger warnings alone. But also just the idea of, <clears throat> you know, the shame that people feel about their kinks. Um, 100%. And she had some good ones. I mean, can you imagine... I don't know anything about actual sex work with a man, to be honest, but Me neither. I, I mean, it's definitely true that you can do something similar to this in the world, right? It's got to be somewhere. The only experience I have with sex work with a man was, I told you this before I thought, right? That I was on Tinder or Tinder, one of the fucking dating things. And I swiped right on a guy and I was, he said like, Hey, how are you? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. He was like, Hey, just so you know, I'm a sex worker. Are you still interested? And I was like, I'm actually not interested. But thank was you it for like, that. he was saying, I want to date you, but I'm also a sex worker. Or he was saying, I no. don't want, okay. He was using the app for sex work. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Yeah, me too. I was understanding. I was just like, I'm just not looking for that right now. So I got like a Facebook request once from a guy who similarly, mm-hmm. like, he, like, sent it and then sent a message about, like, being a sex worker or something. And I was like, you're going to get your account <laughs> revoked. But, <laughs> and I, and he said something, and I was like, oh, no thanks. But, like, I will definitely pass along information if I find anybody. Yeah. Um, but if you, do you ever watch, or have you ever seen Slut Ever on Vice? No. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good. But there's one episode in particular where she tries to recreate the the happy ending before a woman. Yeah. And she's like, oh. she goes out and like tries to find a place where you can like go and buy an orgasm essentially yeah. as a woman. And she tries like a sex therapist and she's like, I want an orgasm. And he's like, yeah, like that's like not really the goal. It's like, you know, it was very like yoga and stretching. And... <laughs> She tries, like, a f- like there's, it's obviously, like, very difficult 
and she tries mm-hmm. like an escort and he's like, Oh, you know, not really. And at the very least, he's not like, yeah, I can't just, we're not gonna like guarantee an orgasm or anything. I forget like how uh, that yeah. one goes, but eventually she does find a guy in New York who like comes and like sets up a massage table. It's all mm-hmm. very like hush hush. Cause it's obviously illegal, but, um, and he, gives her an orgasm finally but it's just obviously like so much harder than what it is for a man to go to a mm. um you know there were like two places in my i guess my city that were shut down within the past four years maybe in cleveland or, or in dc no 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 in, in <laughs> it's a city of forty thousand people kim yeah but yeah but still yeah and there were two places that were shut down because of that. Happy endings. I mean, I'm sure there's like this real shady Asian massage place. Literally, we just showed by the other day. And Brandon was like, do you think that's massages or do you think it's massages? I was like, I think it's happy endings. If that's the question that you're asking. Yeah. Um, anyway, similarly, I'm sure there are ways and I follow a lot of sex workers on TikTok who talk mm. about like you know crazy clients they've had like crazy requests and stuff yeah. Um, but yeah the idea that you could go in five days with that's a, a long time right I was like especially as a woman mm. knowing that like uh, you know biologically we connect faster or whatever the case may be we do i'm pretty sure we do okay. we form an emotional attachment sooner okay yeah I don't five days if you were like i don't care there's an attractive man okay mm-hmm. so attractive he can have sex for a living and you okay. have sex Points with him. Being made. Yeah. <laughs> you have sex with him for five days solid. I don't care who you are. You're in love with that man by the end. I think also though, I when she said five days, I was like, babe, I don't want to do anything for five <laughs> days. <laughs> I was like, especially because like in the story, he's like cooking her dinner, and like I'm like. I need some time alone from this. Like, you know what I mean? That's fair, yeah. I was like, can I just go on TikTok for an hour and just, like, (laughs) disassociate? Like, I'm not saying the sex is bad. I'm just saying I need me time. Like, Yeah, that is super accurate. Hmm. Nope, I vibed it. And she's, like, sleep-deprived on night one. Are you kidding me? That is my worst nightmare. I'm not good on a very little bit of sleep. Getting woken up for sex is. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. But she sleeps for. He's like, you, you slept for like an hour. I'm like, I no. I would have been so pissed if he's like, let's have sex for ten more hours. I'm like, I gotta sleep. Like, this is my fantasy, and I fantasize about sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah right also did she put that in the notes you think oh the sleep deprivation thing maybe, maybe she wanted that yeah I also will say I don't love <laughs> the love interest point of view Kel Kel I didn't care not him specifically but what's in his general, name 
Okay, hell is oh, how I said it. Oh my god. Does it matter? Like, how do you know it's Kel? I don't, you're right. <laughs> Could be Kel. Kel. K. It's not even like Kel. 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 Okay. No, I'm glad. I want. I'm glad. And I love this for you. And I just want you to stick to it through the recording of the podcast. I want you to keep calling him that out loud and I'm just see how it goes. You are supporting my journey <laughs> with KL. Oh my God. I just think in general, I don't love the main character, like the love interest perspective. Because yeah. I don't give a fuck. I care more so about So you mean you just them. like never want to, you don't ever want to hear what a man has to say? <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what he was thinking. Um, I do. But even like, even in queer ones or like same sex relationship ones, I don't give a fuck, babe. <laughs> like. Kim, the way that we, we both were feral for Midnight Sun when it, when it was first. <laughs> When it was first teased before whoever had to fucking ruin it for us. Yeah, I hope you're listening to this. I hope you're fucking rotten hell, yeah. you asshole. I hope you're rotten hell. <laughs> so it's just surprising to hear you say you do not care for a male character's input at all. What I will say is I was also like fully 19 years old when that was teased and i have matured a little bit since then oh so. you've matured you and kl yeah. matured <laughs> jesus christ wow i didn't know you were gatekeeping english in such a way that okay <laughs> you spend one year in england and now you're the fucking expert <laughs> um yeah so i think it's really good kink overall and I, I thought I did really appreciate that. I will say, like, especially I think the one that they like that. Well, they Catherine uh, teased the most was like the consensual non-consent. I don't know mm. if I'm jumping ahead from your notes. No, or you're whatever, fine. But I, th I mean, like, I think that's something that I'm always like very interested in when it comes to romance novels. Um, and like we obviously off mic have talked about like how romance is so good to just like explore things you you think you might want to try or you may not be ready for or you're just interested to learn about and i think i i did appreciate the fact that it was included i don't know if it was exactly what i thought it was going to be were you thinking more of like a rape fantasy i think that's more what i thought it was gonna be because she was like i don't remember if you get both pov on that or not i think you do because he's like i let her run for like two minutes because i could have got her in six. okay but i yeah and i i actually loved that so much because uh Sunny's such a fucking horn dog that she <laughs> yeah. could she couldn't even do it like <laughs> he had to say 
I need you to run for me. Like it had to be yeah. in service to him. Cause yeah. you do get his POV because he says, he's like, I knew that she couldn't, or maybe she says it, but someone's mentions, um, she, when he like initially is like, you need to go run. Like, I'm going to catch you. She's already so fucking horny over it that mm. she's about to just turn around and <clears throat> get on her knees. Like it's, yeah. I love that. I was like, damn, I just, I guess for me, I was like, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? And just like, do you like want, I want to, I, yeah, I want it to be like realer. Yeah, me too. I, it was just, I did appreciate. And I think like also something that like in society in general is overlooked is like women are also sexual beings and there's, Mm -hmm. we want to have sex all the freaking time too. And I did appreciate that about her and how she was like, I'm ready to go again. I don't care if I only slept for one hour. But (laughs) she (laughs) she was like 10 more times please and i think that that's great but i was like catherine catherine like just do it you know but i've not read i mean i haven't read a lot of catherine i've only read like i mean we talked about it this one lola and then whatever the raven's craft or whatever Raven's Grave Manor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <clears throat> you read Bad Alpha, I thought. Well, I didn't finish it. Oh. And you know that's really rare for me, so it has to be something that I'm really not feeling, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I, I also felt just a little bit, again, kind of like edged on that, I think, about wanting mm-hmm. something like more harsh maybe even if it had come sooner um again like c-o-m-e or c-u-m oh (laughs) (laughs) c-o c-o-m-e if he like chased her before they'd like really developed this bond but there's a whole thing right like he's gotta like stretch her out for his massive cock and like yeah oh my gosh my favorite was she was like (laughs) he's about to like I think he like fucked her in the ass and he was like, let me just stretch you out for two seconds. All right, you're ready. I was like, that, that one was a little is rough. That's not how it yeah. works, actually. Um, yeah, and then he plugged her up. Yeah. Were you not into that bathroom either? That um, bath that she had to take after she got plugged full of cum? C-U-M cum? I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Baths are not like... I don't want to do a bath bomb. I don't want to. Do I don't want to do a bath bomb. Okay, have you ever had uh, sex in a bathtub during a bath? Which and I don't know. Maybe just like it. <laughs> you ever gotten in a bathtub with another person <laughs> to completion? I mean, in the shower, standing. Well, I mean, like relatively. You know what I mean? Like stand standing up, but not in the tub part. No. What about any, like, water, like a pool, a hot tub? Yes, there has... Oh, my God, no. I just think about all... Dude, that is not good for you. <laughs> that is not good for you. That I would never. Okay, first of all, you're kink-shaming right now. It is literally not good biologically for you. There's a shit ton of this stuff that's not... You think it's good to be spanked with canes? That's not in the book. I'm just saying... Neither when is, they were, neither when is hot tub the sex. Bath, I, when, she, when they were doing that, I, like, as soon as they got into water, I was like, this is not healthy. 
Oh it literally that went through my mind. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, okay. but yeah. that's what get, went through my mind. Were you like, oh, but he's an orc? <laughs> Honestly, no, because she's okay. a human woman. Yeah, so. no, it's fine. Okay, do you remember that movie Swim Fan from like 2001? No, it was scary. I definitely didn't watch it. It wasn't even scary. It was like obsessed, that obsessed movie with Beyonce, but like worse. I didn't watch it. Which is saying something. Um, They like have sex in a pool. And I was like, girl, no. Like even when I was like 13, I was like, that can't be right. Like you can't be doing this. And like, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So how did you feel about the ass eating in that case? I was fine with that. <laughs> I was happy it was in there because it's underrepresented. It is underrepresented. <laughs> um, I've only, I've actually read one other that had ass eating, but it was, she gave him a rim job. And I was like, well, this is cool, but oh, like, not I've never seen it like that before. Yeah. Uh, but it was a problematic author, so we're not going to talk about it. Um, All right. Yeah, you never see acid. Okay, so, but the the overarching thing going on here, though, that could be a little problematic, again, I don't really know, is Kel, K-Hale, yeah, you sound, that's what (laughs) it is. I didn't say K-Hale. I know, but you sound like you have an accent, that's what it is. K-Hale. K-Hale. I am not from the holler, so no. Not some of us are, and there's nothing wrong with that, so... I didn't say there was something wrong. I just it was implied. Personally. Um, <sighs> Kel is a sex worker. So part of it, I mean, this the way that sex work is portrayed is so different from the way that it is in books like The Kiss Quotient, which we both read and mm. loved. Um, but sex work and The Kiss Quotient is a thing that he has to do for money. It's right. not a thing that he enjoys. And Kel just is like, yeah, I love, I love doing this. Like, mm-hmm. it's fun. Like, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, so I think that's good. I think that's a good yeah, representation no, of it. But there's still always this idea of... Did Sonny fall in love with Kel or did Sonny fall in love with like being worshipped by a sex worker that she was paying for? Oh, I never thought of it like that. I thought, hmm. I, okay. I did have issues with the fact that she fell in love, not with a sex worker, but like, yeah, I guess what you just said. Someone that she's like paying money to. Yeah. To care about her, which is fine. I don't, it's just like, I don't know. It seems like a trope, kind of, that was like, quit the business and be with me forever. Yeah. A la The Wedding Date. <gasps> the best movie of all time. <laughs> Literally. It's so good. I will she say. Also being a sex worker. Our unproblematic queen, Catherine Moon, mm. Does actually address this a little bit in on Patreon, um, mm. and maybe she's talked about other places. But the second book, um, in this in the Monster Smash Agency series, oh, Christ, that is so funny. <laughs> is is, so funny. is about Rafe, uh, the gargoyle, and mm. 
she does like a content war. She did a content warning partway through writing the book about, you know, the story with, um, Kel and Sunny was really clean and like, they were just, they were together for the full time. Right. So like Mm -hmm. you never see, or you even really hear about Kel being with other people during that time. Um. And she was like, that's great. And that's not, uh, like that's not true. Like that's just not, uh, a true look at like what sex work is like or how sex workers, you know, operate. Um, so in, in the next book, which mm-hmm. I don't feel like is a spoiler, but um, it's not set up that way. So he does have other clients like in between when oh, that he's... makes me want to read it more. Okay, perfect. Um, mm. It's not out yet. I don't know when she's releasing it, but... I'm not going to do that week by week bullshit. I'm already being edged by like 10 webtoons. Okay. So. Oh my <laughs> God. I thought you were done. <laughs> I literally stopped reading for like three months and then like my favorite one ended and I was like, I have to read the end of this one. Which one was and your then favorite? I started... True Beauty. Oh yeah, that's why I, I fucking, God, that one was terrible. <laughs> you hated it so much. But now it's like all of these spinoff ones and it's still no. going. So I was like, fuck, if I'm going to read it, then there's two other ones that I really like that I'm not going to stop reading i haven't even been on to read thor olympus in a long time it's been months which i'm surprised because that was your shit and i, I hated that one that's what first of all that's what got us both into webtoons yeah and it was good in the beginning i know talk about being edged jesus and it's so convoluted i don't even know who half the fucking people are i know it used to yeah. be easy to tell them apart because they were different colors and now there's like three gold people a couple green well she like, like ran girl, out of colors yeah there's too many characters. Like, and was this going to be a TV show by the Jim Hansen company? I thought they are going to be like Muppets, maybe. I don't think anyone ever said Muppets. I just thought okay. there I'm should okay be Muppets. Muppets. Well, that's okay. true. Remember when she did um, Not Safe for Work Patreon content? Oh. My. God. <laughs> I do. I remember being very upset by it. It was uncomfy. <laughs> I don't know what was about it. It just like... I was not here for that. It was, I mean, I still looked at all of them and <laughs> obviously, but it was, was a lot. Comfy. It was, mm. sometimes I do also sign up for Patreons of Webtoons. If it's like for a dollar a month, you can see them all naked. Yeah. Um, just to see. No, no, no. And <laughs> just I, to see what they're packing. Yeah, just to see their 15 inch dicks. <laughs> that are cartoons basically um not basically they are they are cartoons so, but you know what so are the orc dicks on my fridge so <laughs> true anyway um, but i do kind of wonder about just the ethics of falling in love with this i don't know like it's, it's unethical yeah. to fall in love with a sex worker and again i think if you spend five days with uh, you spend five days. Literally, you give someone a list of every fantasy that you have, and then they spend There's five no days making them come true. You don't fall in love with them. Yeah, I guess maybe the biological, uh, like the mating bond, helps. Mm. But I don't know. I would have liked to see maybe like some other, just like talking of words. Maybe I don't know. I will say I was so, so disappointed by the mating thing. 
he was just like, all right, we're mated now. And I was like, wait, what happened? And it's like nothing. Oh, we're just you mated. wanted like a mating bond, like snap or something like. Like in vampire ones, they're always like, I fed from you three times. We're mates now. Or we feed from each other at the same time. Or like in werewolf ones, they're like, we just both went through heat. And now we're our first heats. And now we're mates or whatever. And he was just like, I don't know. I guess my body just decided you're the one. For yeah, me. And it was different. It did seem like a less um anticlimactic yeah like i like i mean i like a good like they locked eyes and it was done mm. um it just like wasn't hot enough for me i think or when people, even people were like oh like their sense might like just like some like indicator mm. especially oh what's the, oh choosing theo when he like his eyes turn black and he gets like black, the yeah. things mm. and oh, spoiler alert <laughs> 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 Way to say it afterwards. <laughs> well, if you're gonna read Choosing Theo, guess you're not gonna read it. <laughs> okay, first of all, at no point do you look at the cover of Games with the Orc and think, hmm. I bet they don't fall in love at the end. <laughs> I mean, it's romance novels. Yeah, we it's what we happen. signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah. More anal. Yeah, I, I was please. just like... Oh, what are we talking about now? Is I'm just anal? reading my notes that says oh, okay. anal. <laughs> we talked about that, though. Yeah, I'm just saying I want more of it and more books. Oh, I agree. Eating ass, fucking ass. All of it. I, I thought it was really interesting too that they um he talked about like the plug because mm. that is I mean they never mentioned that whatsoever. Yeah. In romance. I um <laughs> I don't like how things got like more vanilla. Oh yeah. They were like, We're in love, so now we can't be kinky anymore. And I was like, girl, why not? She's like, I wanna snuggle. And I'm like, why? You haven't even bled yet. Like Mm-hmm. Oh, I know why I thought his name was K-Hell. Because his real name is K-H-E-L-L apostrophe A-R. Kalar. Oh, I... Jesus girl, Christ, I Kim. <laughs> no, what? I was... <laughs> I was kind of thinking of it, like, old Yeller, and I was like, there's no, no way his name's Keller. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, my brain chemistry is different than your brain chemistry. Old Keller. <laughs> Old Keller. Oh. Um, um, people also might notice the name of the episode is, so it's like a shake weight. <laughs> Anything you want to say about that? I didn't understand the dick mechanism that they were talking about. Again, Was it called a shiv? Oh, my God. Uh, Stav. <laughs> Oh, stab, stab, stab. No, it was a shiv. No, it was a shiv. His dick just shiv. Cuts you open. Yeah, no, his dick shiv just. He had to unsheath his shiv. Dude, yep. because she was like, the part that fucked me up is when she was like, his motions were slow, but the inside was going crazy, and I just kept on thinking it was like a fucking shake weight, oh and God. I can't stop thinking of that episode of Ellen, where she had a shake weight and she's just like shaking it up above her like shoulder. 
And that, I, unfortunately, that's, that was <laughs> the shake weight dick. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, well, I, I tried to Google it and nothing was coming up. Well, she made it up. Did you try to Google how to pronounce <laughs> Keller? <laughs> that ever? First off, I will not be castigated for how I pronounce castigated. something in my fucking Jesus mind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so then you read it when she like explained it on Patreon. Yeah. Then what is the shake weight? Okay, first of all, I never had an issue with it. I'm not saying that people should or that, like, I'm better than literally everyone that has a question about it. I just think maybe I've seen more vibrators than other people, but, like, it just immediately brought to mind those vibrators that have, like, the moving oh. parts inside and, like, have the little, the little, like, metal beads that, like, move inside the vibrator. Yeah. Usually I think the idea is, like, you know... Dildo use period is a kind of a pain in the ass by yourself. Um, But the idea is goes in a lot of them have like the butterfly or whatever on top. Mm. Um, Rabbit ears. Uh, But yeah, then it moves it like it it moves inside so that you don't have Mm. to be trying to like fuck around with it. Um, so immediately when she like described it in the book, I was like, Oh, like those vibrators. Cause I've been to a lot of pure romance parties. Um, yeah. and just sex stores and other I general, just, like, th- I don't know why that didn't come to mind. I just, I don't know. I shake weight. <laughs> yeah. No, I see why that was, uh, I hope easier. the girl has a shake weight dick too. Um, he does not have a shake weight dick. Sorry to inform you. Oh, he has a stone dick. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing I thought was so funny was that Kel drives an electric SUV. (laughs) (laughs) Which I loved. Again, Catherine Moon, unproblematic queen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay. The best part of this book. (laughs) <laughs> was when she's in the little she like first gets there mm-hmm. she goes into like the little bdsm basement thing mm-hmm. and he comes in and he's like i don't know should i like ease her into it or should i just like whatever and he's like i don't know if he could like smell her and he just like instinctively knew that like she just wanted to get down to business well it was like it, it, he like ran through like what people sometimes do and he's like some people yeah. like they'll go on the bed or like sit on the chair they're on the couch she yeah. was just she was in the chains yeah and when he said take off your clothes oh here we go i have plans for you <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It was so funny. He was wearing a cape and a like a freaking tiny ass skirt, but that was the thing yeah. that was really the. I was imagining was the... him in that saying, "Take off your clothes. I have plans for you." Like that. That's funny. I would have laughed if someone said that to me. I'll let your next partner know. Thank you. How do you not think that's funny? I literally wrote in my notes, this is the funniest fucking thing. I know, thing you I've texted it to me too and said, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever read. 
It's funny. You just don't understand humor like I do. That's what it is. The other fucking funny part is when they're like together or whatever and they're in her apartment or house or uh, she, lives, she lives in a carriage house and the friend Natalie and, and Theo is the husband's name and Natalie's like punching Keller and stop and the husband the husband it literally says the husband called from the living room fists aren't love Nat and I laughed really hard at that too which I think is especially funny because it's 10 out of 10 what someone could should or would say to you yeah actually that's true yeah that's true um Okay. Anyway, the book was incredible. Uh, we yeah, both really loved good. it. Which is a rare, rare sighting, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, given how terrible your taste usually is. Un, un, untrue, actually. Okay, so at this time in the podcast, we're going to go to Master Kim's Corner. <laughs> I, for those of you that don't know, I am a master of media and communications as deemed by an institution of higher learning. So based on this book and a very, very, very like cursory research about any academic articles that you may want to follow up with, I cannot recommend this article because I have not read it because my university locked me out from the subscription service. But... I'm going to try to get that back. But um, the article is called Pain as Culture, colon, A Postcolonial Feminist Approach to SM and Women's Agency. Um, the abstract that I read sounds really interesting and, and like it's very applicable to um, this book specifically. And I think there is something to be said about and most academic articles about romance are like are they feminist or are they not feminist and you can debate that with yourself at home we're not going to talk about that but (laughs) but um i think one thing we talked about is non or no consensual non-consent you're there you're so there yeah Yeah. sorry my brain yeah consensual non-consent and um and i think that especially whoever's the submissive, there's like a lot of agency that I think Catherine Moon made very prevalent in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this article would be very interesting. I just can't pay the $50 to <laughs> it myself. So hopefully my institution will draw pity on me so that well and also hopefully it. if you're listening to this and you're like yeah i want to read that hopefully you uh have an institution that's providing you with yeah. access to it yeah it's on sage journals like maybe i should get a subscription but that's for future kim to worry about yeah Woo. current kim needs to get a microphone also true <laughs> um thank you this has been Master Kim's Corner. I hate this for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is the pleasure meter for the book Games with the Orc. I have a new um, request for the pleasure meter. Okay. 
The pleasure meter is how many orgasms you achieved while reading the book. I think I, it was like, honestly, I think it was like three. I was this thinking it was, was three, too. I think it was yeah. maybe like two this time. I think it was three originally. Sometimes, yeah. I think the nice thing about it, it could honestly have been more the first time because, again, it was week by, it was like chapter by chapter. Oh, and chapter they're all chapter, yeah. so erotic. Like, yeah, they're all fucking hot. This time, I had to like take breaks. I was like, I can't read any more of this right now. <laughs> it's too much. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I think three. Yeah. I think a solid three. And it's been, a, yeah, honestly, so you know, obviously we've been, uh, we've been reading a bunch of books to get ready for this. And also mm. we read a bunch of other books. It's been a while, you know, I feel like it's been a while since we had a hit on the pleasure meter. Yeah, um, I would say that's true. This book. For me specifically. Yeah. This book fucks. I, I my next question was, does it fuck? It, it fucks like you've never been fucked. Uh, stop. <laughs> Which honestly, no, it fucks. Like you're, I don't know. It fucks like you've had some of the best sex of your life. That's how yeah. good it fucks. Oh my I gosh, think. yeah. Yeah, right? Not fucking virgin. Fuck. No, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Brandon and I were listening to Garth Brooks the other day, which obviously I know your knowledge of is pretty extensive. <laughs> I just remember he was that emo guy. Oh my god, Chris Gaines. <laughs> That's literally all I know about Garth okay. Brooks. You know Friends in Low Places because when you were oh, a wedding caterer. I didn't know caterer. it was by him. I didn't know it was okay. by him. Um, anyway, he has this song. It's really old, but um, it's about this like teenage boy. I think he's he's got to be like hopefully 17, 18 at least. But <laughs> he goes to work for this woman who is a widow and has a farm and she like needs summer help basically. Mm. And he goes and they end up fucking because she's like a lonely widowed woman and she like seduces him one night and the song lyric is like she had a need to feel the thunder and Brennan was like seeing it saying I was like I'm sorry there ain't no way this virgin boy gave her the thunder that's so <laughs> fucking true <laughs> oh my gosh now K Hale <laughs> I Keller my favorite K Heller K <laughs> Kay Heller. Well, did Catherine Moon have a guide on how to phonetically pronounce his name on Patreon? I don't like your tone. <laughs> we don't speak about unproblematic queen Catherine Moon like that, okay? So then stop policing my pronunciation of Keller. <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> It reminds me of like when the Harry Potter movies first came out, people were like, oh, Hermione? And I was like, girl, there was no way I was going to get to Hermione from whatever that was. <laughs> Hermione? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I was like a Hermione, maybe, or something. Hermione. <laughs> Hermione? I don't know. There was no way I was getting to Hermione. Yeah. So that's it. <sighs> no. How did you feel represented by this book? I guess we kind of talked about I that. felt like she was fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I am too. <laughs> she had big tits. I've got big tits. <laughs> She's not a runner. I'm not a runner. 
Yeah, when she was like, I got tired after running 30 seconds. I truly felt that in my soul. <laughs> I'm trying to think, how did I feel? I just didn't feel like she was fat. That's fine. Hmm. What did you like connect with? Um, I I guess like her being able to try her fantasies. Not that I've like I don't feel represented, but I think I think when she's like feels so shamed about like a lot of self shame. I think about like these kinks she wants to try, and then mm -hmm. also um, the fact that she like wants to fuck again, like all the time with him. And he was like, "Why do you feel ashamed of that? Like, let's do it right now. That's why we're fucking here." You know? Yeah. I wish we would have seen a little bit I think I'd feel better about the sex worker client relationship if there was some tension around it at any point because like mm -hmm. there is this idea that like does I mean I guess the part of no, it is did have that. I mean I guess part of it is like he genuinely likes like he's like she's orc bait like this is exactly what an orc, this is like how an orc wants to fuck anyway kind of thing because mm -hmm. there is um in the you they talk about this at the end so again I'm not like this is yeah. a spoiler but Rafe is like I can't ever imagine like falling in love with a client because clients go to Rafe because a gargoyle is indestructible so right. people that want to like fuck somebody up during sex like they go to Rafe mm -hmm. they have that's their who their choice is so like he's just getting his ass beat <laughs> for the most part <laughs> Yeah. And like, yeah, I can see how that would be hard. Whereas Kel's experience as a sex worker is also kind of getting to live like what he wants as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So that makes it a little easier, but I, I guess that what I want to see the tension wise is again, like maybe like in the vein of consent of like, maybe she does, like, he doesn't get to say no, you know, I mean, he's, um, he's there because he's paid to be. And he mm. likes his job, yeah, but, like, is there a line that he doesn't want to go? Like, you never see anything, like, come up for him where we get, like, relationship level, like, problem solving or communication mm. between the two of them. But other than that, I fucking love this book. It yeah. was even better the second time around. Um, yeah, uh, it was freaking good. Great job. Thank Gotta you. give props where props are due. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Reading for Pleasure. Find out what we'll be talking about next week by following us on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, or TikTok at Reading for Pleasure Pod. And you can support us by going to our Patreon where we have exclusive episodes, polls, and more. And our other series, Edibles and Erotica. We also want to thank our graphic designer, Dexter, who designed our logo and our branding. And as always, shout out to producer Livia for editing and pulling this together. And shout out to us for having this fucking idea. Yeah. See you next time.